We thank God for this wonderful opportunity that we once again stand in his presence on this particular wonderful and most remembered day, the Yom Kippur. It may be a new topic to some of you who um, you come from some traditional religious backgrounds which do not observe the Yom Kippur. However, to our members, you remember from all the way from South Africa, in this month, exactly a day like this one, would be um, having a program. Um, in 2019, we had a 14-day fast, and in 2018 uh, um, as well, and we normally do this program. Last year as well, we had September to remember, and we also are here today uh, where we are talking about uh, the Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur um, is a very wonderful, wonderful season for the Jews and for the believers. Okay? Okay. Um, let it be registered to you from now onwards, okay? As you remember, we had the wonderful program um, 10 days uh, before. Uh, it was called the Rosh Hashanah. The Rosh Hashanah is uh, a moment when we remember, and not just remembering, but it is a season where we are ushered into a certain celebration, it is actually a moment when God begins to uh, make decisions uh, over people, lives, and events. And today, it is actually 10 days after the Rosh Hashanah where it is celebrated as the Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the most holy day and a day where we now, after God has made decisions and for the past 10 days, we now, as saints, as believers, we also reflect our lives and make decisions and how we shall move. And after that, there is what is called the blowing or the blasting of trumpets. The blasting of trumpets, it is now an agreement between what God has decided and what we have decided. So what is it that is very important in this wonderful season and moment and time? We have had people who have lived so many years without knowing Yom Kippur. And I will tell you why. The reason why Yom Kippur hasn't been remembered by the church, predominantly by so many religious uh, uh, churches, uh, it is because of one reason. It is because most people completely denounced what was in the Old Testament, which is absolutely wrong. Because the Bible says Jesus did not come to abolish the law. He never. He came to fulfill it. He didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill it. So Yom Kippur is written in the Bible. And as the Bible says, it must not be abolished. And the Bible says it. The Bible says that Yom Kippur must never be abolished. Now, let's go into the scriptures quickly from the book of Leviticus 23. All right, from verse 23, and I want us to read something from there. Um, what does the Bible say? Okay, 
Here we go. The Bible says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, The seventh month of the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest. A memorial, a memorial, get that right, of blowing of trumpets. A holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. And the Lord spake to Moses, saying, Also the tenth day, that's, that's today, according to the Jewish calendar, it is today, okay? The tenth day of this seventh month shall be the day of atonement. Atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you. You shall afflict your souls. Somebody says souls. And offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. The only thing we cannot do now is to offer a sacrifice. Because Jesus came into that Yom Kippur and became the sacrifice. Oh, are you there, right? Oh, yeah. So we cannot, but hear what the Bible is saying. And the reason of the sacrifice, it is because there shall be us. We shall give our hearts. We shall give our hearts unto the Lord. And I want you to see this. It says, and we shall afflict. Afflict means to fast. To do certain things to punish your soul. If there is one thing in the world the devil wants from you. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your body. He wants your soul. Only one thing the devil wants from you. He is even willing to give you the whole world just to buy your soul. He was willing. He even told Jesus that if you only worship me, I will give you the whole world. Do you hear that? So he is so much into your soul. He wants your soul. This is why Jesus Christ came for your soul. So the Bible says you shall afflict your soul. Afflict your soul. How so? How? What is it that he's talking about? So it is the moment and the season where you absolutely give your soul into obedience. Wait a minute. Now the Bible says that it is a season of shofar, trumpets, blowing of trumpets. Today. Okay? We are not trying to make it like that. It is like that from the beginning of the days. It is a season set by God. And I want you to hear that. And how do they count Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is not counted by days and by calendars. It is counted by moons and stars. Oh, did you hear what I'm saying? So they don't pick Yom Kippur because your calendar is telling it is today. Yom Kippur always is depicted by the calendar of the moon and the calendar of the stars. We have the solar, we have the lunar, all these are calendars. But we are dealing here with the calendar of, of the moon, the sun, the stars. This is the calendar which the Jews they normally use. 
in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, okay, from verse 14 to 16, we hear a very important aspect from there. The Bible says, then the Lord said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. Okay? And let them be for signs and seasons, for days and years. So the only calendar which God made was the calendar which he made the lights. Which are these lights? Verse 15. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Verse 16. Then the Bible says, Then God made two great lights, which is the moon and the sun. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. So the calendar we're using here, it is the calendar of the stars of the moon and of the sun. So the sun was not made to become a decoration. He didn't make the moon to become something like, oh, wow, the sky is so beautiful. He didn't make it for that. The Bible says he made the sun and he made the moon to mark the days, the seasons. So the seasons of God are marked by suns. I mean the stars, the sun, and the moon. If you want to know the seasons of your government, of your country, of your life, they are marked by your calendar. But the seasons of God are marked by the moon. There is a message on the moon. There's a message on the star. There's a message on the sun. So the Bible says God made them not for decoration, not for you to feel a good sun. He made them for marking of Seasons. Verse 14. Go back to verse 14. The Bible says, Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. So whenever a sun, a moon appears, there is a season. So the calendar we are using here, we are not using the calendar which you know, which says that the first December is in December. So on this one, we're using God's calendar. Oh, are we here? So in God's calendar, today is the beginning of a new year. Am I talking to somebody here? So we have our calendar, then we have God's divine calendar. So in the God's divine calendar, which the Jews normally use, it is now we are in another season. Uh, I hope you're hearing that, right? So what happens? So what happens? What happens? In last year, um, 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 and the other year, most the other year, I spoke about this scripture on a date like this one as well. But I want you to understand here, and it must be established in you. It is on a program. We're just doing it like we're doing it. No, you can Google it on the internet. Okay, Yom Kippur. You can Google it on the internet. It is a celebration that is being done worldwide. Okay, and Jews in Israel, write this now. All you'll be hearing in the streets are trumpets, shofars, okay? Sound. There's five hours continuously blowing of the shofars, a sound of celebration. And, and this sound of, of, of these shofars, it has got different meanings. Sometimes those shofars are blown, the trumpets are blown to uh, uh, declare victory. Sometimes to declare God, people's cry. When God's people cry, it is the cry of the people. 
It's, it is the cry of the church. In verse 23, the Bible says what? It says, Then the Lord said unto Moses, verse 24, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the, of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. What is a holy convocation? In verse 24. So the Bible says, um, let me just read it to myself over here. All right, so the Bible says from verse 24 in the Good News translation, on the first day of the seventh month, observe a special day of rest and come together for worship when the trumpets sound. Then verse 25, the Bible says, present a food offering to the Lord and do none of your daily work. So from there, that's where we deal with Holy Communion. Now, the next verse, the Bible says, The tenth day of the seventh month is the day when the annual ritual is to be performed to take away the sins of the people. On that day, do not eat anything at all. Come together for worship and present a food offering to the Lord. What's a food offering to the Lord? What we're having today, the Holy Communion. Now, I want you to see here, that is uh, the most important thing. Okay? In verse 31, see what the Bible says in verse 31. This regulation applies to all your descendants, no matter where they live. Whether they are living in Malawi, in Portugal, in Germany, he says this, it doesn't matter where they live. Annually, let them have a day when this must be done. Just saying that statement to you, it must bring to your attention to say, okay, so what really happens on Yom Kippur? So on Yom Kippur, okay, on Yom Kippur, what really happens is this. Yom Kippur, it is a season of reset. Someone say reset. reset. Where something has to be put in order. It is a season where every person must sit down and check their lives. How am I moving? How have I been living? What is blocking me and what is hindering me? Not only that, but also it is a season whereby you should also check the circles of your life. You know, life has got circles. You know, there are people who their life goes like this and then it rotates, it moves, and then it goes back where they were. Begin to think about all those types of what is really going on in my life. 
It's a season of, of reset. Check about the stagnations around you. Check about things that are happening that are really uh, 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 disturbing you. It's a moment when you can say, I need to walk out of this case. I need to walk out of this bondage. I need to walk out of this sin that easily entangles. I need to walk out of this situation. It is a season of what? Reset. If you are watching me now, thank God has given an opportunity. Imagine in the Jewish tradition, in the, next, in the 10 days, they normally think, you know, uh, that it's the a, it's a most important season. You know, they don't believe in Jesus. They believe in the Messiah who will come. However, they also know it's a season when God begins to plan for how your life will be in the next coming year. Would you still remain the way you are? Would you allow the devil to take your soul? Would you allow just simple things to make you fail to be God's candidate? It's a moment of reset. It's a moment of reset. You may have failed before spiritually, but I want you to think twice. There are people who actually stopped certain things. They stopped smoking. They stopped drinking. But now they have gone back to their old ways. And this is a season when God says, reset your life. I have a purpose with you. I have a calling with you. I have a destiny with you. You cannot afford to sell your soul. You can't afford because God wants your soul. Nothing else. Do not miss this season. Every believer must look on the cross. I know you need a house. I know you need a miracle. I know you need healing. But this time around, God needs you. He wants your soul. I was reading my Bible. And every moment of the Bible, in the book of 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, all the books talk about King David. The Bible says, and God was with David. God was with David. God was with David. The only man, the Bible speaks so strong that God was with him is David. So I was asking myself a question. Why was God with David? The answer is because David also was with God. We have people who want God to be with them. But they don't want to be with God. God will not intrude in your private space. He wants you to pour out your heart. Open up your spirit and say, God, here I am. He will never. I can assure you, God will never come and force himself on you. You better open up today and give yourself completely to God and say, on Yom Kippur's day, I, re I, I, I regained my faith. I gave back my love to Jesus. I amended my words and I gave myself to him. And it doesn't matter you're watching me, where you're watching me from. But today, make a decision how your life has, has to be in the next year. 
and you can make that decision today on Yom Kippur. Come on, somebody say, I hear you, prophet. It's a moment, it's a season where you must look at issues of forgiveness. Are you struggling to forgive somebody? Is there someone that you're having issues with? So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear. Just like that statement. And to them that look for him shall he appear. The second time without sin unto salvation. They that look unto him shall he appear. I know we have a woman watching me now and you are looking at God and say, God, I need this business to move. I need this miracle to happen to me. You are right. But guess what the Lord says tonight to you? He wants your soul more than you need your car. To a level whereby God can do anything just to get you. He had to send his son to die just for you. And he had to look for major one before he was born and made him a prophet just for you. God can do anything just for your soul. And he said to, 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 uh, to major one, I want you to go and preach and speak and introduce my power to this woman, to this man. So I'm standing here to tell you this is how God is looking for you to an extent that God had to give us wisdom to put up all this studio here just because God is so desperate for your soul. He wants you to repent and change your ways and live in him. And you better hear this message because for years and years you have been giving your love to him and sometimes you go back but tonight God says he wants you to make a decision and say God here I am forgive every sin I've done against you. You know, even those sins that you have done, even when you knew you were wrong, tonight God is giving an opportunity to the whole church, to everybody, to all of us, to everyone, the whole world, that you can make again another chance. You can have again an opportunity. And I, God, can welcome you back because in this season, God is looking at how to move with his people. If you check in the Bible, okay, the moment when Abraham became, uh, and his wife Sarah, they became pregnant, it was on Yom Kippur. The season, when, the season, the season, the season, when, when Zechariah, who was pregnant with his wife, and these were all 90 years old, it was on Yom Kippur. I told you, you know, during Yom Kippur, it's a season when God makes a decision. The season when Moses appeared to deliver the people of Israel. The day when he appeared. Check the Bible. It says it was on the seventh month. When they say seventh month, according to the Jewish calendar, it's a new year. Because remember their calendar is not our calendar. Listen to this. It was same season like now. When people were praying and crying, God was quiet. He said, I will deal with your issue on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, God appeared to Moses. And he said, I've heard the cry of my people. I have seen their tears. I am now sending you to go and deliver them.
God had to make a decision on Yom Kippur. This is why this day God said you have to make it holy and you have to do holy uh, provocation because in this season, uh, in this season of, uh, of holy convocation, it's where God makes up his mind and decisions. There are divine ordinances, divine changes, and divine decrees, divine elements, divine laws and rulings and settings that take place on this day. If you'll be getting married from now, it is today heavens will be making decisions. If you become a millionaire in the next season, it is in this debt heavens has to make a decision. If you're going to live again, the whole season to next year, a season like now, it is heaven has to decide. If you're going to die, God has to make a decision now. It is a season of decision. And it's a season where you too must make a decision how your life is, how you live, and what you must stop, and what you must do, and you must make a decision. And the season to do that is, is now.